Welcome back to Dice and Salt. I'm Lord Richter. And I'm Lady Toast. And we're here to talk about episode 144, Tugging on Heartstrings. Yeah. And what a recap to start this episode. Uh, well, before they do that, right? They have before their little, they recap? Oh, yes. Let's go back little, to before they recap. Little, you know, Alex has his, you know... Welcome to Dice. Welcome to Dice and Salt. <laughs> Welcome to, to yeah. That's what Alex says. <laughs> yeah, because this here is the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Yeah, he says that, and it's now he says now with no LSG, which I don't understand what that is. Because I, I have I, no I, idea. I, I listened to it multiple times. It's not MSG. He doesn't say MSG. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> in fact, like all great, great things, I'm going to LSG. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's an R&B supergroup. <laughs> That's what LSG is. Or it could be LSG Sky Chefs. Welcome back to the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. We have no LFG. How's everybody doing? <laughs> LFG. LFG. Oh, man, we really messed this one up, Toast. I didn't even ever. F. LFG. I knew. I don't, I don't, what is LFG? Well, like all great things, I've gone to Google. Yeah. Looking for group. That's what it is. Looking for group. Uh, so the <laughs> Okay. Okay, I get the uh, I get the reference then. <laughs> uh, that's good. <laughs> and that folks is what you call a late bloomer. Dude. <laughs> I know why he's doing that too. That's so good. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, that's good. Okay, you're going to have to edit the crap out of this to make this much more coherent. No, you're, no, I'm leaving it as is. <laughs> the, it, with with L, LSG and then LFG. And uh, then, we oh, might yeah. cut that part, but, you know, it's funny. Okay. Because. <laughs> yeah, looking for group, because, you know, to recap, Teoblith succumbed to his heart condition. <laughs> That's not why he's looking, looking for group, but yes, yes, he did. He did succumb. I mean, not not immediately. He still has a round. Well, he has longer than that. He has as long as that spell lasts. Oh, well, and by yeah. the way, by the way, the way that I see this, Tiablis beating hard is in Umbarno's hand. Which you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be real honest here. I was waiting for this. I didn't know how it was gonna happen, but I was waiting for some sort of tearing the heart out of the victim's chest sacrifice thing because we are talking, you know, Mayan, South American kind of you know genre here okay well no they had the human sacrifice was a big thing in a lot of the cultures so that's why right i get that you know, if you go into that so anyway. but you've got that going on the, the still beating heart and i just see the verdant bombardier which is possessed by tiablith you know the big cannon and then the hand comes up over the mouth in the oh no pose mm. you know with the whole <laughs> sorry i just i was i was crossing you know the uh uh the the anime girl with the oh no and the verdant bombardier is the and and we did also get straightened out the uh, the whole bombardier part <laughs> yeah not a bombarder I prefer bombarder at this point it's classic it has a certain amount of uh, of class yes <laughs> but yeah it, it took actually took me a minute because uh, when we had uh, Matt on he was talking about the bombardier. And I was looking at it, and I'm like, Bombard, it's Bombard. And I'm like, ours silent. And then I was looking, and I'm going, well, no, wait a minute. It's silent in Bombardier. It's not silent in Bombard, which is <laughs> right. both a verb and a noun. Right. And from the noun, you know, I was like, oh, right, okay. So anyway, 
Fun with fun with English words, folks. <laughs> yeah. But it was a good opening. It was a good cliffhanger. And then a good opening, you know, right on the action. I mean, I mean it ended with the chest burster and it started with a chest burster. <laughs> well, no, it ended with a chest burster and started with a burst chest. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But they, they kind of, they don't quickly move on, I say. Like, they keep going on with combat and then I think... Utrid crits, and I think Tom... Utrid, Utrid drops a crit. Yeah. Tom hits it with a decapitate. We get a crit card with blinded. Right. And it's something like non-crit da- Yeah, non-crit damage for 20 and 15 for decapitate. And then he recovers an arcane point with his class ability. I mean, it was a, it was a busy crit. This is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think he's been missing recovering that arcane point. Yes. I mean, he said as much, but you know. Yeah, but I think he also think he said he can only do it once per day, so it's not like he's been missing a lot. But you no, know, but and I don't think he's some ever point, to the point it'll matter. Where he's you know been down to one point, been like oh, I don't know what to do. But you know, it always helps. Every every point always helps. But after that, Tiwith in what I gotta feel like is like the weirdest. Uh, I don't even know. Like he he he's 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 watching his own body die right. He can see the guy holding his own heart in his hand, <laughs> and he levels the construct cannon arm that he's possessing at the dude and blows him away. <laughs> Double taps him. Yeah. Double taps him. That's sixty-six, d six plus ten per cannonball, and Tia Bliss sends two cannonballs right into his face. Yeah, and still doesn't take him down. And we we have to get Thelias to shovel him in the face to get him. All the way well, down. no, our genus makes him wobbly. Our genus hits him and then makes him wobbly. So he takes the cannonballs, mm. takes two balls to the face, no problem. Then our genus hits him and he goes, oh, I'm wobbly. I don't know if I can take it. And then Thelias comes up with a big kabong. Right, right. And uh, does it. That that kind of ends the boss for this place, I guess. Unless there's more hidden sequils around the place or something. I don't know. It feels yeah, like that's kind I, I'm of the, guessing the big so, boss yeah. for the place. So. Mostly at this point, it's kind of just finding the objects they were coming for and clearing the place out. Yeah. But I guess first they had to go through That's a little uh, body roulette. <laughs> yes, that was sounding so horrible. That sounded so awesome. I was absolutely down for the whole Freaky Friday, Thelias taking Tia Blitz's dead body, and then Tia Blitz getting Randolph's old dead body. <laughs> Well, old body, not dead, but his old body. It is dead. And it's a dead body. Is it? A, it is. Oh, a, yeah, it, it is a dead body. Because of the, the freaking. Uh, <laughs> God, I swear. Yeah. Just when I think some of this stuff can't get any stranger, <laughs> the medium is. I forgot the medium is is doing that. It just. Oh, ew. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> so I was. Ew. I was absolutely down for the whole body roulette thing, but alas. Uh, Tia cho- chooses not to come back, I guess. Or I guess they find out... I guess he can't really because Elias can't take his body. I guess the way the mechanics of his class work, he can't actually possess anyone else. Right. So Right. But, That's why his bo- his dead body doesn't count as a yeah, so. dead body thing. It's a class feature thing. Yeah. yeah. So with the... Time on the spell kind of running out. Tebuth basically gives his last wishes. 
Uh, yeah, that was that was strange. Yeah, because like, most of the time PCs don't get to have a big. It is. It's a little you know, weird because it's kind of what I was thinking. Because most of the time, like when that spell had gone off, the PC would just slump to the floor, unconscious. That's it. You get nothing. Right. You can't say goodbye. You can't. But right, Zebuth right. actually here got gets that, to... which is kind of nice. And I guess he didn't really squander it. Like, I was kind of thinking maybe he did, but he did say everything that he wanted to, I guess. Like, hey, get these papers to the Hell Knights, and I don't really care what you do with the body. I'll see you all on the other side. And, yeah. And and then literally double cannons in his own face. <laughs> well, not not a double cannon, just a single cannon. That's true. Because, you know, he's, he's not around to pull the trigger the second time. Fair enough. But to his own head, <laughs> cannonball. Yeah. That's sad, but the guys don't have time to dwell on it because they get fireballed. <laughs> that's, you know, I, I think that's an excellent way to keep them, you know, keep them moving through the grieving process. Yeah. Just, just fireball. fireball them. Fireball. Yep. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, they end up in a, uh, almost immediately in another, I don't even think they break initiative. Technically, they were just using their free actions to talk. Yes. And so like more werewoods come at them and i i think we f- we figured out that the dungeon layout of this place is not typical it's not laid out on the cardinal directions there's a lot of like diagonals apparently it was very bizarre yeah alex was kind enough to share the map with us and and that helps us a lot of times because then we can go oh that's what that looked like or that's what that setup was but yeah this yeah. one i and and it I was in talking with Alex, I made the comment to him that, you know, as I'm listening as a listener, I'll often hand wave the descriptions of, you know, where a tunnel is or this or that. Right. And my brain will then decide, okay, I'm just going to drop something in there. (laughs) You know, you you've hand waved it and said, you don't care what's there. So bonk, I drop it in. And sometimes when I look at the maps, I'm like, yeah, this is, this is what, you know, this is what I was looking at. And there's maybe some little details that are, you know, I'm like, oh, that was weird. I didn't get that. Didn't understand that clearly. Yeah. But sometimes I look at it and it's like, oh, yeah, it's laid out just as I, you know, basically just as I expect. This one was like, oh, oh, no, no, nope. no, <laughs> that was not at all like what I thought. I mean, I know the descriptions were in there, the the narrow tunnels, the the right angles, the They're not even right but, angles. Yeah. None of it's at right uh, angles. I, They're all like 45 degrees. <laughs> No, I thought I thought the one was because you've got I thought the one because you've got a, a, a tunnel coming out from where they fought okay, Paldrain, okay. and then it yeah okay curves it, or turns yeah okay it's, weird. it's the the tricky part is as I look at this that the tunnel from the the Paldrain ambush where Paldrain first comes that runs at a forty five into one that's a forty five a different way so to me it looks like it's a it would be a ninety at that T if you were in the tunnel and oriented true i guess that's true instead of right yeah but then some of the others are absolutely not 90 or not a 90 degree t intersection kind of thing so it's yeah i i I totally get what you're saying but yes it was it it's all jacked up (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it was not you know oh yeah i totally get it this is where it was this is not a well-planned basement Yeah, I don't know what this is. I, I'm expecting to hear a little bit of story in the in the thing, maybe about mm-hmm. it, but I, I could be wrong. But yeah, it's it's crazy. It it's just not at all what I had in my head, which of course, you know, was like I said, 
totally different from, from the reality of this because my brain just dropped something in there and I had some map in my head and it was, it was not this. Yep. Well, I guess since they can't really see their attackers, they just kind of start attacking. I know Goliath sends out his lightning balls like he enjoys doing, even though he can't find, he can't see them. I thought that was, didn't our genius send out the lightning balls? I don't balls? know. I can't keep them straight. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Someone did. I, I thought it was Tom. I thought it was our genius, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't know at this point. <laughs> but yeah, and, and it, they're a little tricky too. Because the uh, it sounded like it was working a lot like uh, Flaming Sphere. And if it encounters something, it sits there. Mm-hmm. And whenever you go to move it forward, if something's there, it stops. You know, a person's there, it stops on the person. Right. And so he had given it instructions for it to move, but it moved out of sight. And so it was a little little goofy there. But uh, yeah, they were they were doing that. And then uh, one of the critters goes to escape and teleports. Yeah, which, and, which I guess you can do anyway. I guess he just knows where he's going to end up. Yeah, that's what I figured. I mean, uh, uh, unless, of course, somehow, much like the Witch Gates, you could set special bypasses. Right. So you could say, this guy can do it. He's not subject to the trap or whatever. But And then I have a thing in here where it says, ending on a good shovel. So there must have been Thalias finishing somebody off. Yeah, he's like floating above him and whacks him in the face. Ah, that's right. I, <laughs> yeah. Man, I, sometimes my notes need to be a little bit more descriptive. <laughs> that's fine. At least your notes are, you know, written out. <laughs> it's true. That's true. They're helpful. They are. I, I, I enjoy them. <laughs> and I got to say, I thought we were going to have a second fatality there. Uh, the way it was going, yeah. I, I thought we were going to rack up a second fatality. It was close, but we got there in the end. We survived. Yes. Well, rather, they survived. They survived. Yes. And as long as their podcast keeps going, ours can keep going. <laughs> yes. That's right, listeners. You're stuck with us as long as they are. Well, you're stuck with us as long as they keep us around, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We have a vested interest. That's all I know for sure. Mm-hmm. Who gets to decide what? I don't. That I don't know. Yeah. Well... I guess next week we'll figure out if they're going to do the, the, the classic uh, uh, Thumble and Oot are, are giving you a new character to play with, a new new companion. Yes. I I wonder if it's going to, and again, it's going to include, uh, well, no, I, let's see. When they had, see, they changed the motif when our genus came in because they had the big event in Vigil. Right. Because prior to that, new characters were catching up to them having gone through the dead roads just like they had gone through the dead roads. True. Now they're just being shuffled then, along through portals. Right. They're being they're being kind of kicked back from the vigil uh, slaughter. Yeah. Okay. So. But it has become a trope in Tyrant's Grasp. <laughs> True. Umble and Thud are involved, and somehow they kick somebody along to meet up with the party. Yep. They're like, we know they need help. <laughs> Yes, and there was uh, there was good stuff. It's good stuff. What good stuff? Okay, no, no, it was just good stuff. It was just good stuff. The oh, the, episode. the bringing the new characters in this way is good stuff. Yeah, it involves, it's, it's a good. It involves some flashbacky story. So I'm looking forward to whatever happens oh, that's to bring. Right. We usually do get a flashback. The next 
character. Well, that's I, I say flashback, but it's a it's a story interruption or a campaign interruption, a little bit of story. And Alex does his thing. And I'm looking forward to what this new one is, because we've had several that have been talking about how Vigil's been going through various things with, uh, uh, you know, fighting over the souls. Right. And uh, feasting. First, it was the feasting on the souls and, and maybe some fighting because Umbel and Thud are trying to save people. Although we'll see what happens. See what he gets into. This could be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what Matt brings in next. I um I don't really have any guesses what it, I mean he's he played a kineticist and then briefly a vigilante and then even more briefly a I think he was a monk. Monk. And then But was that really more briefly? It, yes. It, I, I don't know. I, I think that the, you know, the Crimson Hood was pretty quick there. Crimson Hood was three episodes. The other guy got two. Well, did he really get three episodes? I mean, his head was on the floor for that third one, I think. He got, yes, but that I was don't the think that end really of counts. the episode. He went through the whole episode before he died. They used his death as the cliffhanger. So he went through three episodes. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, his I just his think other he was, just, it was even briefer. I, it, it's, it's, Definitely just the three episodes, but the the monk was there for less than two because by the time they decided to move on, he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go with them." <laughs> it's like, okay, bye, new character. <laughs> yeah, and then and then Tiablith came in, so he was a. And then we got then we got hunting for dragons. How to hunt for your dragon? <laughs> yeah, so dumb. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm so he's been he's been kind of all over the place since getting rid of a perfectly good character uh <laughs> vigilante monk occultist i don't know i'll tell you what i'm hoping for what you want i'm hoping for an arcanist white mage unlettered uh mage i don't know what unlettered means in this context or any context <laughs> it's an archetype let me make sure let me go look real quick and make sure i get that stupid archetype name right yeah, an unlettered arcanist, white mage. Two different archetypes. Mash them together. Get a little witchy. Because <laughs> that's cool. The unlettered does it as a makes them as a, a witch. And so they cast spells off the uh, witch list mm -hmm. and they store spells like they would in their spell books, because they have spell books, in a familiar. And then the white mage is one where they get to burn spells to healing spells. Okay. I mean, they so could like, use it, a but healer. it's cure spells. Yeah, they get to burn stuff to burn their spells for cure spells, and they have to use a point from their arcane pool. That is. But a, the cool th that is a by switching to the witch spell list, they get a cure spells on their spell list, and they can burn spell slots to do cure spells via their arcane pool. Hmm. That is a combination I have never seen before, and I would be interested to see that. I'm, I'm hoping he brings in something like. I don't even know if this is a, a, a like an inventor. Are you thinking like a? I'm thinking I'm here. Okay, there's like gadgeteer or something like. That. I may be thinking in two e. Yes, that's what I think you're yeah, thinking. But um, never mind then. Uh, what is the? I'm sorry, you said two e, and I was I was thinking of uh, second edition D and D had some sort of weird gnome, yeah, inventor thing, and yeah, they might have someone in in second ed. Let me pop over there and look real quick and see if I can find one. I don't know. He's 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 already pulled two from from the occult classes. Maybe he'll go for a third. Maybe you'll have a psychic. <laughs> oh, psychics can be fun. Yeah, just start reading everybody. They can mind. be fun. <laughs> I uh, 
I've I've got a psychic now that I am enjoying. He was he was a little little difficult for me to get into him at first mm-hmm. as far as the psychic spells and and like get you know okay how am I going to be what am I going to do to be effective as a party member right that was a little tough but once I got over that hump the it been just a blast the the part about it with I'm a psychic I'm a psychic marauder. I'm an abomination discipline, so I'm a Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing, and I'm the psychic marauder, which has like you know weird things. So I'm I can be at some points I'm immune to mind affecting spells, like at near twentieth level, and mm-hmm. so that's got a lot of fun too. It would be interesting to see uh, a different psychic archetype and discipline, but yeah, yeah, I I want the the role playing aspect of the. Uh, flavor of the hey you're a Jekyll and Hyde and you've got these other you know you're this weird cracked perspectives guy that's a game term where you get to do some stuff with it but it's like that the role play part of that was easy it was just trying to figure out how I'm how I can be helpful to the to my party right that was the the tougher part and uh yeah once I got over that piece of cake I mean it's been it's been a blast I've enjoyed him the whole time I took the it's in Strange Eon, so I took the campaign trait where I've already been possessed by somebody. Oh, wow. So, like, because uh, it's a Cthulhu-based one, I think it's a great race of Yith are the ones that possess you in the stories and, like, displace you, do the body swapping. Right. And so I'm, you know, body swapped and all this stuff, or mind swapped, and so I'm just, you know, hmm. alien to my fellow human beings. It's great. Interesting. It is. So I'd like to see Matt take on one of those for sure be fun but i i i want i'm my money's on that arcanist i'm i'm throwing that out there boom that's where i'm going yeah if i had to actually pick uh something that actually exists in uh 1e hey both of mine were in 1e no i know what the heck no i said mine because my original one was was oh oh. inventor which is a 2e thing i don't know like inquisitor might be a good one for this right with the judgments and the i don't know it just there's definitely some stuff in there. You could go abominations, undead. There's some, you know, you can specialize to those. Um, right. Could be a, a, an inquisitor of Arasni. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually one you can pick. I haven't really done a whole lot on the inquisitor, but like, could be. Could the Inquisition. Be. <laughs> what a show. The Inquisition. Again, we do not have the rights to this. <laughs> we, we that's okay. I wasn't them. singing it right anyway. Okay, good. Good, good, good. And I, Mel Brooks would let us get away with it. No, no he wouldn't. <laughs> I don't believe you. Are you kidding me? He would. He would. Hmm. I mean, if we actually clipped in the song, I think he'd beat the crap out of us. But <laughs> me singing it, he'd let us get away with that. Okay, okay. It's fine then. I guess we've speculated about all of the things. I guess we've both given up our, our ideas for what we hope Matt brings in. But I guess we'll figure out what he actually brings in next week. Did you have anything else or... No, I I think, you know, I think that's it. it. It's just, again, it was uh, it was a good combat episode. It, you know, falls right on the heels. So we lose a character and boom, boom, we're still going again. Yeah. You know, and that's become a little bit of a classic thing, too, is we're, <laughs> you know, dropping, dropping friends and we keep moving. So yeah. Matt, Matt seems determined to outdo Joe? Joe from last last AP. Wow. Yeah. Let's hang on. Let's add those up. <laughs> so we retired Rogar. Mm-hmm. So that's one character down. Cricks. Then we lose the hood, the crimson hood. Yep. Then we lose Brelatar. Then we lose Tia Bliss. That's one, two, three, four. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> He's really pushing. Damn. 
He's really pushing for it. He's trying to he's trying to make sure he loses a character a book. That's his average. Yeah, I guess he'd have to, to lose a couple to average that because he I guess he went through three books. Yeah, three books with the same character. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And in one book, he for a brief period, he had two characters. He did. Yeah, at the very end of uh, uh, book four. Rogiar is an NPC at that point. <laughs> Matt was playing him. That's, That's Matt's character. Fair enough. That's fair enough. He shouldn't have, because he should have been Lemon, but, you know. Ooh! That's harsh. <laughs> Look, you... That is harsh. You give up the, give up the character, he, Alex gets to Lemon him. Yeah, but I I liked Alex's voice for Lemon, <laughs> I didn't it? say there was anything wrong with it, or it was bad. I liked the, the Mickey Mouse treatment. I like that. That's funny to me. I'm just saying Matt got I, away with it, and he shouldn't have. I... I, I they had a whole... Uh, Disney had a whole Disney pirates thing they did where they made, you know, like Donald and Mickey's little action figures, but dressed up as pirates, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean when the movies came out and they have a pin set that has Mickey in it swinging on a rope with a cutlass. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I found that on our, 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 my first trip to uh, Disney world and uh, mailed that to Alex because that's how much I enjoyed lemon. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. I liked it. I liked what he did with them. Let's send those fuckers back where they came from. Ha ha. <laughs> Do you want to take us out? Oh, I thought I did. Oh, you oh didn't you're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, I was just going to end it with, uh, you know, the really crappy Mickey Mouse voice. But okay, here we go. <clears throat> and that does it for us this week. You can find us and the players on the Inspired Incompetence Discord. Links can be found at inspiredincompetence.com. I'm Lord Richter. And I'm Lady Toast. See you next week. Bye. Bye.